Thank you for listening to Sports Unfolded here on Anchor. We want to thank Anchor for everything they've done. It is easy to use, so I suggest everybody get out there and make a podcast, put it on Anchor, and show it to the world. So once again, thank you for watching Sports Unfolded on Anchor. Thank you very much. Hope to hear from you soon. Welcome to Sports episode 13. Lucky 13. Uh, we're excited yeah. about that. <laughs> so we got a lot to, uh, with our leadoff story. Jalen Brown is going to miss the rest of the season. How great of an impact will this be for the team in the Well, I mean, it pretty much ends everything. You know, we did a lot of hyping up um, Brooklyn. And, you know, like they were going to win and roll over, but then injuries happen. But this is the same thing with the Celtics, but only in reverse. You'll lose Jalen Brown and all hope is gone because I don't think this team can, you know, be successful without him there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I see 24.7 points a game, six rebounds, uh, 1.2 steals. He's shooting almost 40% from three, so 39, uh, over 39%. 35 and 35, seventh in the East right now. They've been they're three and seven in the last 10 games, so they're on the downslide. They're in the playoff game. They'll guarantee now at this point. I don't know. Right. If they were going to get past this playoff round, mm-hmm. in round with Jalen, I think this pretty much seals the. Yeah, no, it's pretty much. I mean, I mean, you need this guy in your lineup. You you cannot, especially if they have to do the play-ins. So there's a very good chance that they lose that play-in, and if they don't lose the first one, they could lose the second one. So. I mean, and then that gives yeah. you the right to play who? The number one seed, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they, they can't overcome this. There's no yeah, way. This team has proven that all year long. Yeah, yeah. So, again, they've been a 500 team. Their record shows it. Um, yeah. Even if they got by those first two in the first round. Um, we did a Facebook poll of which organization – uh, had a more disappointing season, and 57% of the fans said that the uh, Boston Celtics over the yeah. Lakers uh, had a more disappointing season. Get out of the play-in game uh, with a couple win and a little bit of help. So <laughs> they're still sitting right in seven, but they can move up to six. So see, like there's a difference between what about- the two teams. Like you got. But, uh, no, you got. I was. I wanted to say, like the Lakers have AD, and you have faith that he can just put the team on his back and carry them through until LeBron gets back, right? But you don't have that sense with Tatum. Yeah, Tatum. Tatum's uh, had some really good games, and then there's been time to kind of question his leadership in 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 what he can do with the Boston Celtics. Um, what about the NBA scoring? T- Steph Curry and Bradley Beal are bad. There's only a couple of games left. Curry's currently sitting at 31.8 and Beal at 31.8. I think Beal is going to miss another game out with an injury. Uh, 71% of our full basically said that uh, Steph Curry's going to win it. Yeah, I'm one of those so, people. <laughs> overall, I mean, they're both like. Uh, I, I'm I'm impressed with what what both of these players have done for their organizations, though, to keep them in the playoffs. I mean, Golden State West, which when we really looked at it, we didn't even think they'd make the playoffs. And then the fact that the Wizards got in, with even at the tenth of the year, I mean, it's pretty impressive. And and, and I hope they both win we their didn't just, first game. They very well could. I mean, it's going to be – they could be 
facing each other at some point. I mean, realistically, I don't know. I mean, they get hot. Yeah, like Steph Curry, like they're gonna they're gonna win their game. You know, they have to win their game. So, you know, you th- you don't think he's going to drop thirty on, you know, the final game of the season to to get in there. I mean, you kind of figure that he's going to because you know he wants to be in the playoffs and he wants to be as high as he can in that. And I don't think that anybody's going to be able to stop him from dropping 30 in that final game. Uh, impressive. Uh, Russell, Russell Westbrook got his uh, 182nd triple-double passing Oscar Robinson, um, which was set in 1974. Yeah, so if you think, right? If you think about it, he's averaging 22 points, uh, over 11 uh, the man just keeps between him and Beal. I mean, that's that's a pretty uh, two man. Punch. He's 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 an amazing player. Like, you know, it, a lot is is said about you know like LeBron and Steph Curry, you know, and and all these other stars that are in the league. But wouldn't you just want to have Westbrook on your team? <laughs> Like, I mean, really, like. The only, yeah, the only knock is, is that obviously he hasn't won a championship. Some of the players he's been surrounded with, you know, had KD back in Oma City. He was with Harden in, in Houston, and then he got it done with him. I mean, Bradley Beal, again, another quality player. And, you know, they're tense. They can't do something, but, I mean, it's not at this point. Well, like they've come on strong late, and and I think it might be the fact that Westbrook is learning how to play with others, and and you know kind of share the ball better than when it was, especially with Harden. Like you put the him with Harden. I mean, like who wants the ball more? You know. Yeah. And I think maybe maybe he finally matured, and this hey. Stranger things have happened. Why not Washington? This, like, really? Why they play the games. This is why they play the games. Dan, want to but thank you right. for coming in. Uh, move on to some NFL. Big news. Yeah, Tim Tebow is signing a one-year deal with the Jacksonville Jaguars to play tight end. The team. Oh. <laughs> no, no, it's not. We had to, get a tight we end. To bring get a real tight end. This just, this just invites idiot plays. That's what this does. It's going to stunt the growth of Lawrence. If anything, like I cannot believe they're doing this for trickery. Trickery. That's all it's for. Because you need to get a tight end. Get a tight end that knows what he's doing. Like, this is bad. It has bad written all over it. So, how about in the NFL, right? It hasn't played since 2012. Uh, yeah. Uh, two years with Denver, one year with the Jets. He was eight and six receptions in his pro or college career. So, I went back and looked at colleges, yeah. and maybe he's caught a couple passes to get. We're expecting a guy that's been out of the league yeah. as long as he has to come in and be an impact player. Yeah, that's what they're expecting. That's but hoping is to to do some trick plays and have Tebow throw the ball down the field. That's what this is all about. It isn't about him playing tight end. It has nothing to do with that. It has oh, gee, maybe we could have you know some great plays and have Tim Tebow throw the ball. No, no. If that was the case, he'd be a quarterback still. It's just Urban so Meyer is definitely utilizing his his feelings towards the player and not looking at what's best for the team. Um, I'm a little surprised, but I really think that Jacksonville is making a huge mistake doing this. Yeah, they definitely are. You know, definitely. If you think about you think about what how I went to camp and think, okay, well, this 
This is quarterback in college. This is a guy he's bringing back. Confidence does that give uh, Trevor Lawrence, you know, in this offense? I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking in in doing this. Like, it, it was just a dumb move. Dumb move, and it's going to cost them. You mark my words. Especially if they do one of those trick plays and Tim Tebow throws an interception, a pick six or something, you know? That, that could happen. That could happen. Dan seems to agree with you. Dan seems to think that uh, the only a trick play would be Tebow catching. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, Dan. That's really funny. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. <laughs> um, <laughs> what about was just released this week? If you didn't get to see, check out Sports Flash uh, where we broke down the NFL season schedule. How do you think they're going to finish this season? Second. Record? Like, I still think Buffalo is the front runner until I see what they've got. Okay. Like, I I mean, I can – look, I can see the Patriots winning because, you know, they did go on that shopping spree and they did pick up a lot of quality players, especially on defense. Like, it wouldn't surprise me – if they finished first, it would not surprise me. Um, but the brain is telling me, calm down, <laughs> calm down. Uh, let's see how their offense works because the offense, although they did make a lot of improvements, they are really a bunch of players that are, are expected to hit their prime. And because they're all in that four or five years in the league that they picked up for the receivers and stuff. And, and they're expected to do certain things. If they don't do it, they're not going to, they're not going to do much. So, you know, it's all, it's all expectations, but with Belichick there, I mean, who knows? I mean, I wouldn't bet against Bill. Here's my breakdown. I would not bet against him. Here's my breakdown. I got him going 12. (laughs) I got him going 12 and five. Very well could be, yeah. They're going to win the first three games. They're facing the Dolphins, Jets, and Saints. And we already said we don't know what the Saints are going to be, and I think they could be Jameis Winston. They lose to Tampa Bay. We'll just say Tom's going to be motivated. I feel like they win that game. Tampa wins that game. They're going to win the next just a five. <laughs> next five are Houston. Next five is Houston, Dallas, the Jets, the Chargers, and the Panthers. Should win those five games. Maybe they have overall. They lose to Cleveland next week. They beat Atlanta. Lose to Tennessee and, and at Buffalo. Buffalo and Jacksonville. They lose to Miami last game of the season. 12 and 5. Probably the one seed in the AFC East. Mm, that's interesting. Ah, that see? is. That is very conceivable, actually. I can see that happening. But with Buffalo, it's just a matter of how the quarterback position is going to be dealt with. So, so Dan Dan says ten I'm, and I'm six and doesn't realize on twelve. Seventeen games, Dan. Yeah, I know. I got it. I got no, it. Dan Dan chimed in at ten and six. Uh, yeah, yeah, Dan. Uh, one more game there. <laughs> Don't forget that Miami game. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's very conceivable that could happen. Um, but I think they're going to have – I'm not sure that they're going to win their first three games. Um, so out of those – Patriots really are the, slow the starters. Dolphins, the Jets. All right. Dolphins, Jets, Saints. Which one did it? I hate to say it, but I think they might lose the first game of the season. Okay. Yeah. See, I think the Dolphins are the slow starting team. It isn't because the Dolphins, 
you know, are better, it's because the Patriots are are notorious for a slow start. They get better as the year goes on. So uh, we did a Twitter poll, and 33% say Buffalo or the New York Jets will win the division. Think huh. I need some Twitter voters out there. We need some people Wait, to get on Twitter and vote. Somebody say the Jets. The so, Jets are are the they're in the division. Oh my God! What are people smoking out there? Like really? Come on! If you think the Jets are gonna win the division, you're out of your mind. We need some people out of to your chime mind. In. You're out of your vote. mind. Get out there and vote on Twitter at Sports Unfolded. It's ridiculous. You should be embarrassed if you pick the Jets to win the division. I mean, come on. Freaking Wilson. So we'll, we'll see if my predictions come true. 12 and NHL. NHL, it's it's playoff. Got to be excited. Playoff time. This We're is really playoffs. exciting. So, um, <laughs> so as we break this down, um, We'll discuss each. So basically, it's by division for the first round. Um, and the East, it's Pittsburgh Pittsburgh uh, at versus the Islanders. Who do you got? Oh. It's got to be it's got to be Pittsburgh. Like they've owned the New York Islanders all year long. I don't see that changing. Um, God. I Pittsburgh think, six and two this year. I think against the, the Islanders, Islanders are clearly the weaker team in this division in the playoffs. Of, of the four teams, yeah, they they had the worst record. Um, yeah, I know this is going to be a personal Washington uh, versus the Bruins. Well, you know I can't go against Boston, so I'm just going <laughs> to stay there. Say that, but I do have to say I have material. You know, to argue that point. First of all, let's look at that final game of the season where it was the Providence Bruins playing Washington Capitals. They lost in the final 1.8 seconds left. It hit the back of, of Swayman's head and went into the net. Um, that was everybody playing for Washington except for Oshie and nobody playing for the Bruins. Like they literally, it was only DeBrusque. Richie, um, I can't even think of who else, and Wagner. Those were the three players that, you know, are are due to be on the team come Saturday night. Um, and they literally had no one playing defense that was supposed to be there. It was literally Providence Bruins versus Washington, and they played so well. I was impressed. I was impressed. So. Um, yeah, so look for look for the Bruins to win that in six games. I got I got Washington winning it. I just think that they're uh, with Ovechkin. They they've got the best player on it. I mean, Bruins have some good players. I don't know. I just they split the the season series four four. Yes, um, but with those two lines clicking like that. Uh, I, I don't think there's any way that Washington is going to stop them. There's no way. Central Division, um, Carolina versus Nashville. Oh, Carolina all the way. I'm actually surprised Nashville made the playoffs, to be honest with you. Um, Carolina has been tough all year long, at least in that division. Um, they have some some – some players on that team that just don't stop and they don't give up like Carolina. Carolina is impressive. Uh, I got to say that is probably my surprise team for the year. I, I just thought they, they played so well all, all year long and that's where coach of the year should come out of, to be honest with you. That's where yeah, it should they, come. They went six and two against Nashville. Uh, they've been pretty solid all year, so I I, I think that's going to be a pretty uh, yeah. It's going to be overwhelming. I, I it could be a sweep. Dan Dan thinks Nashville making a picks too. Okay. So 
Uh, Florida versus Florida versus Tampa. I do like Florida. I do like Florida. I don't know. I look on paper, Tampa Bay is a better team. Like on paper, they're absolutely better. But this Florida team, I, I don't know. This 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 team actually would would scare me to play them because they have so many different dimensions of of their team. And I think goaltending might be a big factor in this. And I think I think it's gonna be Florida winning this this series. So pick I pick Tampa. Underdog. I pick Tampa. I just think Tampa with the experience winning it last year. Um Again, they're not a. It's not like they're a bad team. They're five, uh, five, three in the regular season. But I still think that uh, Tampa Bay is still with the experience. Just you, you can't beat that factor. What about in the North? We got Toronto versus Montreal. Oh my God! Like, if this was normal divisions. Montreal would not even make the playoffs. They wouldn't. They would not make the playoffs. Like the North, look, there's really only three good teams in the North. There's only three. So Montreal is there because they were the team that happened to be ahead of the rest of the crap. And <laughs> to be honest, Calgary was so underachieving this year. They should be embarrassed because they let Montreal beat them out. Like seriously, Montreal should not be there. So Toronto in a sweep, it's not even going to be close. I would I would say that the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to outscore Montreal by at least 12 goals in the series. And if it's only going to be four games, what does that tell you? Yeah, and I think Toronto, again, we, we bought it. They have probably the best player in, in the NHL or one of the top players in the NHL. And, I mean, they've, they've proven it. They went oh, seven and three. It's not Sydney. Yes. Yeah, we already had that one. We went through that. Yes. <laughs> He's not even top five right now in this league. <laughs> so if you're looking at it from that standpoint, I mean, it's 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 pretty much, I think, an easy one there. Uh, what about Edmonton uh, versus Winnipeg? This is a series I'd to watch. Um, and, and I'll probably watch at least a game or two of this one. Uh, I mean, look, you get Connor McDavid. I mean, the guy had 100 points this season. Like, it's only, it's only 50-something games. I mean, it's just insane. This guy is so good. Sydney wishes he was this good. <laughs> like, this guy is just a beast. And I, I ultimately think Edmonton will win the series. Could be five games, but... We'll say six just to give Winnipeg the benefit of the doubt. Um, but there's a lot of firepower on that line. <laughs> yeah. Edmonton, so they've won six straight against uh, Winnipeg now. So I think uh, yeah, it's not they figured them out good, and they, they should be able to they should be able to steamroll through that. All right, what about in the West, Colorado? Uh, versus uh, St. Louis, and the Avalanche won the President's Trophy. This is Trophy. another great series. This is another great series. Um, you know, St. Louis has been coming on of late, getting their playoff game going well. Um, but Colorado, I have going to to the you know the Stanley Cup. So I, I got to go yeah. with Colorado. I get I got to go with Colorado in seven. Like, this is not going to be an easy series. So what about Vegas uh, versus Minnesota? Uh, who's Vegas playing? Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's my point. <laughs> hey, come on. Oh, this is this is the golden night. This could be another one of those games, you, you know, you're done. Um, they're, just, they're just way better in every area of the game. Whether it's obviously goaltending, which you know generally does win series, like and like Minnesota, Minnesota just does not have the horses. Golden Knight is loaded up front. They're loaded in on D. They got 
the best goaltending tandem. It doesn't matter who they start. You know, I mean, it's such a it's such a well designed team. You got to give credit to the the organization for doing this. I mean, it, this is amazing. I this is my upset alert. I'm going wild. Actually, had a better record against them. They were four and three against Vegas this season. So they they can't how to beat them. Seven games, four three wins them the series. Upset alert. Goaltending. Goaltending. I'm just saying. Let's see. Yeah. So inter- interesting stat was that 28% of the time when a team wins the President's Trophy, they win the Cup. 17% of the time, though, they lose in the first ring on the 28%. You think they get that? What, that... The Aval- Golden Knights? No, the Avalanche. Oh, yes, yes. I think I think they I think they do go to the cup. Yes. I think right, they're the best they, team. They, very true. Very true. If you are joining us, we are on Rhode Island Broadcasting. We're on every Friday night at 6 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Follow us on social media at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter at Broadcasting RI on Twitter. Instagram, sports underscore unfolded, and now on podcasts with Spotify and Anchor. So we're excited about, you know, being able to provide you another video outlet to, to listen to Sports Unfolded. So yeah, check us out on, on those. There. Check out us on platforms. Follow us. Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Let's Major League Baseball. And should the Major League Baseball revisit their COVID-19 calls after? The eight Yankees tested positive. San Diego Padres have tested positive. Um, I mean, like, when a team's when is baseball going to figure this out? Like, every other league in the world has figured this out. <laughs> you know, it's like you got to do what's airy to get you through it. I mean, it, I mean, it's simple, like. I know the NHL, all those teams that are in the playoffs, they've all heard that everybody is vaccinated. Hello? Like, go out, get your damn team vaccinated, and so move the funny on. Thing is, because now it's available to everybody. Hold on. All the Yankees were vaccinated. Well, that's a sloppy mess then. Like, right? And and I if mean, you think about it, seven seven of the coaching staff, uh, Gleyber Torres uh, is the only player so far. I mean, the good news is, uh, I from what I'm hearing, all the cases or most of the cases are they're asymptomatic. So, so it's just baffling to me though that baseball hasn't been able to figure out how to make sure that these players stay safe, whereas all these other leagues, as you talked about, don't seem to have the same problem. And the sad part is the the players have more power in baseball and yet they're having more difficulties with this. Like I don't I don't get it. Like the, is it just the players being irresponsible and doing what they feel like it because they're, you know, they're baseball players and and they can do what they want? I mean, is that what the is that what we're talking about here? Because you know, I wish I, I wish we had the answer cuz it's it's baffling. I do too. <laughs> Fernando Tatis was one of the superstars, the young superstars in the league. I mean, he now he tested positive. I mean, it, 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 that's that's two weeks now. Besides the injury that he already had, that cost him a, a few weeks. So, you know that that nice huge contracts uh, paying off for the San Diego Padres. Yeah, and if it is just negligence on the players' part, then you've got to start wondering, you know, what's the makeup of of these players, you know, long term. Because if they're if they can't just think about you know their season, their team, their fans, then if they're going to be so careless and just go and do as they please, then you could have bigger problems brewing. Yeah, and it, this way I think Major League Baseball has to step in some kind of fining system, suspensions. Again, it, you know. 
as a Yankee fan, I'm 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 even saying like, how does seven coaching staff members get you know infected yeah. like that? It just doesn't it it just doesn't make sense to me. But um, no, we'll doesn't. have to see. We'll have to see if Major League Baseball decides to do anything with it. Yeah, I wonder if it, this is going to affect the the Yankees and their their sudden rise. Now they're only like what a game behind the Red Sox. So, I mean, how is this going to affect them? And they got a series coming up against Boston coming soon. So we'll see. I mean, you know, I I don't want I don't want the Red Sox players to be around the Yankees right now. <laughs> <laughs> for both reasons because they're playing wow. better <laughs> yes and the covid <laughs> yeah we'll have to see what happens. yeah uh, um again i mean i mean the good part is we have to be symptomatic so again from a health standpoint at least you know most of these yep players coaches they should be okay uh, it's just something that i think major league baseball should re revisit at some point just to say we don't we cover every sport. We're gonna talk some horse racing. Yeah, how about this news, huh? Right. It, so Medina Spirit tested positive for a banned substance after winning the Kentucky Derby. Trainer Bob Bafford has had several horses with this a similar issue in his his long tenure in, in horse racing. Should he be banned from horse racing permanently? You know, um probably. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like if you're if you're a consistent, you know, abuser of it, then yeah, I mean, it's no different than you know a player in in baseball or any sport. Like, you know, yeah, you get chances. Okay, you get a suspension, then you get a like a year suspension, and then you're gone, right? So three strikes, you're out. So if you've had three horses test positive, then you should be out. All right. So Period. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna throw out some numbers at you here. And I think you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna probably say so this is this we all know who Josh Gordon is and how many suspensions he's had and how many so in forty four year career, Bob Baffert's had thirty violations. Oh my god. Are you 30. serious? That many? Thirty. Damn, he should be and out. somehow, and somehow, you know why he continues to go? Sixteen triple crown winners, seventeen Breeders' Cup winners. His horses—I don't know if it's because it's fixed, but his horses win. So because he continues to win, and you're talking millions of dollars, these continue to you know utilize him as as one of these guys to train these horses. Like I could just, I can just picture his horses all huddled in the corner of a barn somewhere, <laughs> injecting themselves with needles. It's like, comes, oh my god, yeah. I need this! Come on, give me one more! <laughs> give me another hit! <laughs> so if you know, it's just terrible. Thirty. If you have 30, thirty, thirty violations, you should be gone. It should not even right? be a question. How even understand how he's lasted this long after that many violations. Like, but his horse, how many did he get away with? Yeah, exactly. These are and it, uh, so Medina Spirit is racing in the Preakness uh, Stakes this Saturday, second leg of the Triple Crown. Uh, has tested uh, and come back with so far no positives, so that's always good. Bob Baffert is already saying he won't be there because he doesn't want the distraction. I, I think that's better off that he's not there. Yeah. Uh, it's just a bad look for horse racing. Like, people already assume half of it is rigged anyway. <laughs> so then you throw yeah. in doping the horses. I mean, like who... And Who this is right. Mind is going to bet on top trainers. So this is this is yeah. the guy. This is the guy yeah. too. This isn't like it's just some average trainer. This is the guy that yeah, you know, consistently it's has kind been of similar when Manny. You know, it's like when Manny Ramirez got caught. You know, uh, it's it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> There's nothing good about it. 
you know, and they, you know, baseball took a hit, you know, when Barry Bonds, Clemens, even if they didn't technically get caught, they got caught. I mean, they were caught. They did it. I mean, this clearly was was widespread, you know, and it it's a bad look. And now horse racing is going to go through this, and this could this could decimate the sport because it's already tough enough, yeah, you know, to get, you know, the coverage. It's, it's early. And I know we don't, I know predictions aren't up yet, but I would say this, if you are betting on horse racing, I would probably bet on Bob Baffert's horse that he's trained. Cause there's probably something in the water that he gave the horse that helps them win races. So, I'm, I mean, we're giving you an edge up. But it's 50, 50 and whether it's going to get taken away. <laughs> <laughs> just saying <laughs> what time is it Ron? what time is it oh yeah i've been waiting for this one all day long this is the one the pick this and roll, one. roll baby pick and roll. And roll. so pick what we are doing roll. today Basically, we're picking them. We roll with it. However, we pick it. We're ranking these all-time retired players who won number thirteen to celebrate our thirteenth show. These players won third, wore the number thirteen. Wilt Chamberlain, Roberto Clemente, Steve Nash, Dan Marino, Kurt Warner, and Alex Rodriguez. So we got six players here. Ron, I went when, first. Why is Ken Linsman in this? Ken, <laughs> the rat. I, oh boy. Already, it's fixed already, you see? It's already fixed. All right. Okay, so this this should not surprise you, Eric, at all. Uh, number six, I have Alex Rodriguez. Um, basically, because nothing, <laughs> uh, none of his stats matters to me. Um, because I don't know what's real and what isn't. So I put him square at number six. I'm not even going to give his stats because I don't care. He's number six for me. Okay. <clears throat> that felt good, to be honest with you. That felt really good. Um, number five, I have Steve Nash. Um, and it was close. Uh, it was close between him and number four. Um, but no championships. Two MVPs, yep. eight-time All-Star, which actually surprised yep. me. Um, yes. Of course, no scoring titles. He's more of a a, a an assist man, um, which he's led the league in assists. So, I mean, there's that. So he's like probably, to me, second to Stockton. Wow. Maybe a little better than Stockton. But, wow. Um, wow. yeah, so I put him at number five. Okay. Uh, number four, uh, Kurt Warner. Uh, one championship, two two time MVP, which is actually pretty impressive. And that's yeah. not in, you know the Canadian bully. That is actual NFL. Uh, four time All Star. Um, he never he never led the league in passing yards, which was surprising to me. With that St. Louis team, you would um, have thought, right? Oh, it was great. Yeah, yeah, I would have thought that, and it turned out no. Um, and that's why I put Dan Marino at number three, even though he didn't have the championship, which is what my measuring stick was based on. But yeah, he had an MVP, but nine-time Pro Bowler and five-time passing yards leader, like – that was Dan. I mean, Dan, I, yeah. I watched him many times where you think that he's going to get sacked and all of a sudden he just slips, slips to the left or the right one step and they completely miss, <laughs> you know? So, uh, you know, by the eyeball test, he's definitely better than Kurt Warner anyway. Um, just didn't win a championship. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Um, then it was, then, you know, it was not even close for the next two like the next two were so far better than the others um it wasn't even a question on you know who was going to be in my top two but i put roberto clemente at number two he's a two-time champ one mvp 
15-time All-Star, and he won four batting titles. That is incredible. And he did. We have done more. Like, really. Um, Number one, I have Wilt. Uh, Like, when you look at his numbers, it's just insane. Like, he won two championships. Four MVPs. Like, four. Uh, 13-time All-Star. And seven seven scoring titles. Like that's better than everybody. Yeah. Like there's there's no comparison really. Like once I looked at the numbers, I knew he was number yeah. one. Outstanding list. Gonna tell you right now that if we moved one player somewhere <laughs> else, our list is exactly identical. Which is pretty scary that we looked at it basically the same way. So you have a rod higher. Dan, Dan is correct. Clement 21. But for six weeks, he won number 13 before he went to 21. That's why he got thrown in. <laughs> so Dan Mente was number 21. But for six weeks, he started off his career, he was number 13. So, and plus, you have to six, put somebody in there that could compete with Wilt. So I had Steve Nash at six. Um, again, no titles. You you said the numbers. I mean, overall, not too impressed. Fourteen points a game, eight and a half assists. Nothing that stood out. That, that I mean, he was a he was a, a good good player. I wouldn't put him ahead of some of the other point guards. In on that, Kurt Warner at number five, sixty-seven and forty-nine uh, lifetime, thirty-two thousand over thirty-two thousand yards, two hundred eight touchdowns. Um, again, four-time Pro Bowler, two times. So again, at Dan Marino at number four. And again, I think I judged it on the titles. It's ninety-three losses, sixty-one thousand yards passing, four hundred and twenty. Nine-time Pro Bowler. I mean, he, he put up some numbers. He put up. Forget his team to win a championship. I think he, he only went to. So, yeah. as great as he was as a passer, he just w- had the up there. Yeah, Clemente, I had at number three, and the only three was because I held the number thirteen long enough to, for me to put him at number two. I just felt like I had to, I had to knock him. Yeah, I, I slipped that one in. So um, again, I added three seventeen lifetime, two hundred forty home runs. You talked about the fifteen All Stars, four batting titles, but he was the first Caribbean Hall of Famer. So I think what he did for the sport and bringing in it's forefront of, of Major League Baseball. You know, you have, even though he was 21, he started at 13. I'm going to give him that. I had A-Rod at, at two and not be Homer. Um, I disagree with you on the stat piece because, again, until until somebody actually uh, says that, the, you know, the entire league wasn't because I still believe 75% of the league was during those those times. 697. You legitimately say he's one of the best home run hitters of all time. 14-time All-Star. Time league and He won a batting title. And he won a championship. Again, I mean, I, I, I can't do it. I gave you Wilt, number one. I mean, if you look. So basically, yeah, you had the order as me. You had the same A-Rod. order as me, except you moved a rod all the way up to two. Yes. So if I put, it- and if all his if his stats, if all his stats were legit, then I would have put him there as well. So, just saying. We had, the, but I not. think we basically had the same. Line. You not like say he was the best number 30 30 points a game 22 almost 23 rebounds he is the second all-time leader in points per game behind michael jordan and at six points the all-time leader in rebounds at twenty three thousand rebounds all time oh and there's that almost twenty four thousand rebounds the man was a game and don't read his book because there's a lot more women (laughs) 
Yeah, a lot more. That was our pick and roll. Yeah. Uh, let us know. That's immediately obvious. <laughs> uh, if you're joining us, we're on Rhode Island Broadcasting. Uh, we're on every Friday night at Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Social media, at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter. If you want to follow Twitter on for Rhode Island Broadcast or I, Instagram, you can follow us at Sports Unfolded Podcast and Anchor. So as well, you can listen to us in your car. Yes, please do. <laughs> it's face-off time, Ron. Like face-off time. Face-off! So, um, on October 10th, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady will face off for the first time. Who's coming out victorious? One of us has to be for Tom. One of us has to be for Bill. I'll let you pick. Ugh. To I'm go either way, Dan pick. Dan, Dan, who would it. you like to see us argue? Who should argue for Tom Brady, and who should argue for Bill Belichick? Let's see. Is Come Dan on, still Dan. with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see what he said, though? Yes. He <laughs> This jersey. He used too much bleach in her one. That's what we're at. <laughs> oh, that's what it so is. Now, yeah, so baby yeah. Ruth would have been 13. That's so cute. I don't know. You can pick Eric. I'll vote for Gotta Bill. Pick. What am I? What am I? Yeah, you're for Tom. Wait, you're picking. I'm going for Tom or you. Yeah. Me? You are. So I get Tom. Okay. You're for Tom. Okay. I am for Bill Belichick. Yeah. All right. Let me get this clock. You don't have the sports unfolded ticker right now. Whenever you're ready. Uh, I am ready. Go. Okay, so all right, so so Tom Brady, we know he's won how many Super Bowls? Seven, seven. Um, Belichick won six as a coach, but do we even know whose quarterback is going to be? <laughs> so, so the argument really starts there, not knowing who his quarterback really is going by. Then, um, could be Matt, could be Cam. Who knows? Um, if you don't know, then you've lost already to Tom. I mean, that's the way I look at it. Tom is is the GOAT. And until he gets told by somebody, um, he's really the one that's going to come out on top. And, and right now, I don't know if Bill has a quarterback to do that. So that's that. That's all I need. He doesn't have all a quarterback. Right. No nope, time. You got it. All right. All right. And I'm for Bill Belichick and pointing to Bill here. All right. You ready? I look at it this way. Bill Belichick has more to prove this season than Tom Brady. And, and because of the fact that Tom Brady won the Super Tom, uh, because Bill Belichick is sticking with Cam Newton, because the team didn't make the playoffs last if you look at all the factors of why Bill Belichick would want to win this game more than Tom Brady, because of those things that people are saying about Tom. So if Tom come in here and beat Bill Belichick, basically that argument's over of who won those championships, it's done. There is versus Bill and which one won those championships. Tom comes in and wins, it's Tom Brady. Bill Belichick knows this. Bill Belichick has to show and prove a point. That he is blind, the better leader, and can basically coach any team to be. If he doesn't do that, his legacy takes a huge hit, and that would cost him. Bill Belichick needs this game. See, wanting time is is more than than 
you know what the action is. Unfortunately, it it, it doesn't it but doesn't it mean up. that he doesn't want it. <laughs> you brought it up, but so I'm just saying built up this I'm defense. Saying, you got weapons. Up. Right. I I can't see that he wasn't doing this for a reason. He need, he knows he needs to win that game. Yeah, he knew he was going to be playing them this three, year. four times on that calendar. Yeah, he knew sure he was going to play time. them. Yeah, because we've talked, yeah, and that's what he did. Trading Gilmore, he, he didn't trade he some of those key players that he could. Have. He wants to keep this team and make sure that he's got a shot to beat Tom Brady. Oh, I know. On October tenth. Oh, I know that. But wanting it doesn't make it happen. And if you. Don't even waste your time. I checked. You could get parking yeah, good luck. Parking, parking lot tickets are a parking lot. Not in the stadium now, because those are already gone. You should they should race their new boats. I, I agree with you. Dan. Who won that debate? I, I'm telling you right now, it's Bill. It's got to be Bill. Bill needs it more. Tom don't need to win that. Tom already got his other ring without Bill. Are you kidding? Tom wants to wants to bury the, the Patriots right now. He wants to bury them. Yeah. So who's winning it? Dan Dan's gonna pick who's winning that game. I mean it's obvious. <laughs> The Patriots. Until you know who's going to be quarterback in week four. <laughs> you got to go with Cam Tom. Newton. It's Cam Newton. Sorry. Cam's our quarterback. It's not. He could He could lose. And I'm not sure it's going to be – I'm not sure it's going to be Cam Newton game, in game one anyway. Not sure. Wow. I have to play this game with him. See, he can't make a decision either. He can't. He, see, he's probably a friend of yours, and he wants to go with you, but he knows that I'm right. <laughs> uh, is that what? How about predictions? Uh, and uh, okay, uh, on May fifteenth. I think I just uh, lost your your uh, sound. All right, May fifteenth, heat at Bucks. Did you pick that right. up? Heat at Bucks. Um, hmm. This is in a couple of days. Yeah. Uh when do the uh, playoffs Ron start? Ron wins in, in a week and a half. Uh yeah. See, yeah, I told you. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna go Bucks. I think they're gonna they wanna go into this and I think the Heat are now at a point where they know where they're gonna be. So I think the Bucks are gonna win this one. The six seed, the Celtics made sure of that <laughs> by losing two straight to them. Yeah. 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 The Heat got all kinds of help. <laughs> I'm gonna agree with you on Chicago. the Bucks. They got help from the Celtics. Yeah. Bucks, uh, Giannis is now he's on a mission to to prove that he's one of the players in the league. I I think he wants to try to win a championship. Yeah, if healthy, I think Milwaukee's the team to beat. Even with Philadelphia, I just feel like the Philadelphia seventy uh, so fun. Always find a way to to blow it in the playoffs. Well, I mean, you uh, got this kid in Milwaukee that's got something to say about it, so. On 16th, the um, Grizzly at the Warriors. Grizzlies, this is a possible playoff on that on that tournament. Yeah, going Warriors all the way. Uh, Steph knows what this means, and he, he, like I said, he's going to drop 30 every game until the playoffs start. <laughs> like I'm just going to will the ball into the hoop. <laughs> Two he's games a, left. He's a winner. Yeah, and I think the Warriors, they, again, to your point, they have to win this game just to 
Kristen. I'd love to pick your experience and understanding that going into the playoffs, you're going to want to see that. Me on 560 at the Cardinals at the Padres. That's uh, the Sunday now, night game. Now, is this game. the series that we're doing? Is no, this a three-game series? No, we'll do the one game. It's the Sunday night game. All right, I'll go Padres. Like, even though even though Tatis nope, is out, Tatis. I'm still going to go Padres. All right, I'm going Cardinals for that same reason. I just think that the uh, Cardinals. So last week you won two to one. So your back to back wins. Good job. Yeah, Let's you see. like that, huh? See if you come through this week. It's all up to the Padres and Cards. <laughs> That's it. It's one game. Besides it next. You want to do week. the Caps first game? <laughs> you want to protect and Bruins first game? We could do that, Jimmy, but you... yeah, because it's yeah, sure. Saturday. I'm at home. I'm going bees. Go. So now we have a couple of games that we can uh, try to pick up. I, I, Do you I'm want to predict the series? These look good. So, and in six. What was that? Can the B? Yes. I think okay. they can do it earlier, but Washington wow. isn't a slouch. So. So. So that's our show. <laughs> that's our show for tonight. I hope uh, you enjoyed it. If you want to tune in next week, we're going to obviously have the NBA playoff predictions and who's going to win. Our pick and roll will be the top sports team rivalries of all time and how we're going to rate those. Uh, if you're joining us, uh, we're on Rhode Island Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. At Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter. At Broadcast. Instagram, sports underscore unfolded, and now podcasts on Spotify and Anchor. You could just search for Rhode Island Broadcasting and we come up. So excited. Another media there outlet for uh, all our fans. Again, great show. If you haven't watched us before, basically what we do is our and our final thought can be on anything. Doesn't necessarily have to be sports related. It could be anything that's going on in the world. Final thought. Well, my final thought today is has nothing to do with sports, um, and that's unusual for me to do this, but um, there was, a, I guess, another mass shooting is what they're labeling it as, even though it was more gang-related than anything. Um, but nine people got shot in Providence today, or yesterday, um, and it was just one group of people hated another group of people, and they had a shootout right in the street like can we like stop this now like it's just getting ridiculous if you're out there if you have a problem with someone why do you feel the need to use a weapon just do what everybody else does shame them on facebook or or any kind of social media twitter do it that way at least nobody's getting killed over it just Calm down, and summer is yet to begin, and that's where it gets worse. And it's already so everybody needs to just chill, enjoy some sports, enjoy some music, or whatever else you like. Watch one of the movies here on on Rhode Island Broadcasting. Just chill, get along, deal with way. Shame them on Facebook. Now, yeah, it's unfortunate tragedies. Yeah, we, we wish all those families, obviously, you know, there's some kind of, you know, you know, strength through all of this as well. Because there's people that they don't see behind the scenes that actually get hurt as well. So um, my final thought is on uh, former University of Hawaii. He died at the age of 37. Uh, he had broken all types of records at Hawaii when he was there. Uh, actually finished up. Uh, um, third in the Heisman Trophy in 2007. Um, ended up, you know, eventually costing him his life to a uh, rehab center. They didn't have enough space.
for him to remain and they released him without the family knowing and he ended up uh taking something that uh asking his life it's part of what i've always said is that sports isn't always just about you know some of the losses and some of the, the ways that people it, it affects things he obviously had struggles um but uh addiction's a real thing and if you have addictions get help um before it turns and come back back from um and that's what happened with Colt so again i wish his family well uh just a sad tragedy at only 37 years old still had a lot of life left in him but that was my final thought want to thank you all for uh we had some some live views. Uh, Want to thank Dan for chiming in. Appreciate all the uh, feedback. Ron, as always, appreciate the time. And the fans out there, have a great night. Oh, Joshy gets it Joshy. right at the last minute. <laughs>